0: Salam, salam from the Windy City. This is the Rorschach, Ethiopia update from the 5th of January, 2023. Here's what's going down in Ethiopia. One of the main clauses of the peace agreement between the Ethiopian federal government and the Tigray People's Liberation Front is that the federal law enforcement will enter Tigray and take control of federal institutions from Tigrayan forces. To that end, on Thursday, the 29th of December, federal police entered the region's capital, Mekelle, and took control of federal establishments. The federal police will guard airports, electric power, and telecom stations, banks, and more. On the same day, peace talks continued. And for the first time since the agreement was signed, they were held in Mikele. Many dignitaries, including mediators, former American presidents, Uhuru Kenyatta, and Osugin Abisanyo were present. The ambassadors of more than 30 countries also went to Mikele to attend the peace talks. More important events unfolded that day as the African Union's monitoring verification compliance team was informed. Now, as they were formed, the team has three members from three African countries, Major General Radina Stefan from Kenya, Colonel Raifa Umar Mariga from Nigeria, and Colonel Tefo Shul from South Africa. The team will follow up as the implementation of the agreement on the civil and military side. The team got to work quickly as it visited the place where heavy arms collected from the Tigrayan forces were stored. The U.S. Department of State lauded the decision to put together the team, labeling it another important step forward toward securing lasting peace for the people of northern Ethiopia. The department added that it is ready to support the team and the implementation of the peace agreement. Now Things are slowly getting back to normal in this war stock region. On Wednesday the 28th, the Fuel and Energy Authority decided to have oil transported to retail gas stations in Tigray. The the authority's communication director, told a news website that because of the war, the government had banned the transportation of oil to the region. But starting that day, the Ethiopian oil supply enterprise was authorized to take orders from oil companies and load up its trucks in Djibouti. Last week, we told you that the Ethiopian Airlines began to fly to Michele after a two-year hiatus because of the war. Now, on Monday the 2nd, the company began flights to another city in the region, Shire. The company broke this news last week on Thursday the 29th, adding that it will fly to the city once a week. The airline also announced that it is increasing the number of weekly flights to Michele to three and will ramp the number up as soon as the demands keep on growing. The private bank, Wagagan is also trying to get back to normal as fast as possible. The bank announced that 28 of its branches located in Mekelle are open for business. Their Mekelle district officer told a foreign media outlet that the only services currently available are depositing, withdrawing, and receiving money. The manager added that other services like sending money to another account, ATMs, and internet banking will restart soon. Branches in other cities in Tigray will also open their doors. In news outside the war's end, recall from last week when we talked about the Ministry of Health's decision to go ahead with the dismissal of hundreds of health co-workers who helped fight off the COVID-19 pandemic. The Health Professionals Association issued a statement on Sunday the 31st saying that the Ministry's decision was irresponsible. This association recalled that these workers were essential in fighting the pandemic and dismissing them from their posts would not do them justice. The Association urged the Ministry to review and reverse the decision. Now, the inflation in Ethiopia is off the charts. For the past four years, inflation rates have wandered into the two digits, and in the past 12 months, the number has reached over 30%. COVID, the Northern War, and the ongoing war between Russia and Ukraine have contributed to the seemingly uncontrollable inflation rate. Worse yet, the National Bank's deputy governor and chief economist Fagaku Degafe told local newspaper reporter that it won't be possible to bring down the inflation rate to single digits anytime soon even though the war in Tigray has ended. The deputy governor also said that the government has plans to impose a strict budget policy, but the global and local economies aren't allowed, and the government won't go ahead with the plan. He added that the national bank's plan for the year is to control inflation rates so that the prices don't increase further. This midterm plan, however, aims down to bring rates down to single digits in three to four years. On Wednesday, the 28th of December, Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed appointed Degato Kumbe, the governor of the Walaito zone of the southern region, who was recently held in police custody before he attempted to create a Walaita region as the director of the documents authentication and registration agency. The National Education Assessment and Examinations Agency revealed that the second round of the National University entrance exam ended last week on Friday the 30th. The second round of exams were administered to examinees who weren't able to sit in the first round for acceptable reasons. The agency asked examinees to patiently wait for the exam's results, as they will be revealed soon. Now, Ethiopia's coffee uh, is world-renowned. In fact, some even claim that that's where the coffee was first discovered. Coffee is one of the biggest exports for Ethiopia, and on Tuesday the 3rd, the Ethiopian Coffee and Tree Authority revealed a draft directive that will allow for export standard coffee to be sold in foreign currency. The draft is publicly available and the authority urged all concerned entities to take a look and submit their opinion until the 17th of January. Now, the Reputation Poll International, a global reputation firm, revealed its list of the 100 most reputable Africans of 2023. The list is the annual compilation of the continent's most recognized African individuals who have made significant contributions to their respective fields and have built strong reputations. Four Ethiopians have made it to the list. They include the Minister of Health, Dr. Leah Tadasse, Planning and Development Minister, Fisuma Sefa, Executive General of the Intergovernmental Authority on Development, Workne Gebehiu, and President Saleh Workzwode. The most iconic female Ethiopian music singer, Aster Uke is going to release her 25th album next week. Media company Suasu broke the news on Tuesday the 3rd. The album is entitled Soba and contains 10 tracks. When it's released, the album is going to be available on the Suasu app. The app was developed by a company that aims to fight illegal copywriting of music artists' work. Ethiopian Christmas is going to be celebrated this Saturday the 7th. One of the best places to celebrate Ethiopian Christmas is Lalabella, a city in the Amhara region. In the past few years, the celebrations haven't been quite as vibrant as usual because of the COVID-19 pandemic and the northern war that erupted right after. This year, things are going right back to normal. The city's mayor said that the city is prepared to welcome tourists from all over the world and essential utilities have been made available. The city has deployed law enforcement officials at the entrance and exit of the city, hotels, and churches. The churches in Lavalella are one of a kind. They are rock-hewn and have been registered by the UN Education Social and Cultural Organization as a World Heritage Site. The holiday will be celebrated at these three churches in solemn liturgy. Now that's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. If you're celebrating, we'd like to wish you a Merry Ethiopian Christmas. You can support us by subscribing to our show. That way you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at ethiopia at rorschach.com. Ciao!